Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Rachel. I'm Laura. And we love Porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. Today's topic. You know, who knows when the fuck this episode is going to come out. I mean, we Mm -hmm. have it scheduled, but things happen. Uh, this, I feel like saying this is gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna come way ass too late, but it is a difficult time in the world. It is. Uh, it is. I feel silly doing anything but talking about and championing black lives right. and this very important historic moment. Mm-hmm. That said, I, uh, self-care is really important. It's, and my God, is it ever. It is essentially a radical act to take space for yourself when you need it and Mm -hmm. to provide your own pleasure, whoever you may be. Yes. That is amazingly something that you can do without infringing on someone else's rights. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can do it on your own. (laughs) Yeah. So it does feel feel helpful to be be talking about vibrators today. Yes, it's true. And to be uh, talking about touching yourself. With or without toys. Right. Pleasuring yourself while you're alone because, A, we're in a pandemic, and B, because we all need it. Without rest and restoration, we wouldn't be able to... Hit the ground running, going out there. Or keep up a long, sustained fight, which is what we are in the midst of. Exactly. Mi- midst of? Midst. Midst. Midst of. Midst. Midst of. Yeah. You get it. Anyways. I know what the word is. I just couldn't say it. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't manage two consonants in the same sound. Oh, you know what I'm the word tired. is? Okay. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, Rachel. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure. Um, yes, vibrators. I have to say, you know, I was really I'm I'm grateful that we're doing this episode because I need something to look forward to and I love vibrators. So I'm happy mm-hmm. to be here. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be talking about this. Um Yeah. I I'm excited to be talking about them in porn too. Right. Because we've obviously talked about vibrators plenty and they've come up in other episodes, mm-hmm. but they aren't really a mainstay. Of right. porn? You know, you don't see enough vibrators in porn. You don't. And every so. time I do, I'm grateful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm excited because I am, you know, a woman who needs a vibrator in order to orgasm. Um, mm-hmm. Having an orgasm is hard for a lot of women. It's true. It's fucking hard for me. I yeah. even actually struggle with vibrators, if I'm honest. Like, yeah. The first vibrator I got, it took some doing to figure out how to... Use it. Mm, interesting. What was, the, what was the, like, what was your, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I think I remember, like, an Amazon doodad was, like, your first sex yep. toy, your first vibrator. Uh-huh. I bought it on Amazon. It was a, a version of a rabbit. Um, and it turns out I actually don't like rabbits, but that was like, you know, because of sex in the city, I was like, oh, that's just a vibrator that everyone should have. And I didn't think that I, <laughs> I don't, I like didn't understand that you could have vibrators that don't go inside you like i didn't understand that like all vibrators are not not supposed to be inserted some are fluid and right inside or outside right right i had one of those terrible like metallic-y purple jams why were they all purple (laughs) i had one of those metallic-y jams that like vibrated but was just like raw like just didn't feel good on Mm. like like it took so much to and i what I remember learning is that I actually had to work the vibrator on top of the vibrations, mm. which is still true of any vibrator I use today. Like, I've got to, you know, trick my clit that way. Like, right. sustained vibrating pressure is good, but I, 
like the motion and the pace of relief from that sensation and then the return of that sensation is specific ah. to my orgasm. Interesting. So I'm I'm like a I'm not like a settings gal. Like I like just like going like a sustained <laughs> I like a sustained vibration. Like I don't want like the like mm-hmm. the or like the you know what I mean? Like I just want like a That's what I'm looking for. I also now after, you know, experimenting with a rabbit, I learned that I just like clitoral stimulation. So uh, I'm like, you know, I'm not looking for something that goes inside me. So I, I, I want it to be hard on my clit. I want it to be a wand, essentially. That's what I, I love a wand. Yeah, wands. My current uh, standby is a wand uh, mm. because it's I like the like the give of the like silicone head and uh-huh. uh, pressure on my clit also. But I am a settings gal. I will say, ah. particularly in the like lead up, like that is really helpful and like getting things going and making it kind of fun and being like oh oh bah, 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 bah. <laughs> whereas like if i if i just do sustained pr- pressure yeah with like one vibrating session uh, setting it like gets me close and then like me doing like a vigorous motion on top of it will like help me come so i actually enjoy the settings as like a way to meander into the forest ah sure 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 <laughs> um yeah. You know, I did in in researching this episode, I found out like a lot of different because I really only know like wands and like G spot vibrators and rabbits, but there's like so many more types of vibrators yes. out there. Um, yes, I didn't know that there was that like egg or bullet vibrators. Um, can be used for insertion. Yeah, absolutely. Like I never really think about that. That much I knew, but I I would I would not have used that way. Like bullet vibrators, I just used to be like discreet during yeah. my they mustn't hear me years, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I would never have thought to like put it in me. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a little overwhelming. I'm sure right. to some, but ultimately, like it's not it's not going to run all the way away. You could get mm-hmm. into like a situation of being like, oh no, now I have a get had to get it out, but like gravity and your fingers can be helpful in getting something out if it feels like it's gone too far. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I would prefer a vibrator I can just hold on to so I can control it while it's inside of me. And mm-hmm. I will say that my recent exploration is into the world of G-spot vibrators. Like, ah. I know that I need, uh, I mean, I definitely need a uh, external stimulation to come, but I am trying to learn more mm. and explore more about an internal supplemental yeah. vibration. Good for you. I have, yeah. Well, we have our new Lelo toys. Right, it's and true. I, I got the Gigi mm. too, which is not at all how we were told to pronounce it. <laughs> I believe uh, it's the Gigi. Yeah, but I just you know I wanted to feel fancy, Rachel. Cool. I wanted to say Gigi <laughs> as if I too am European uh-huh. and bougie with my vibrator vibes. Um, yeah, so we should mention um, this is an extra special episode because we it's sponsored by Lello, which is like the creme de la creme of luxury vibrators. Um, yeah, by like yeah, 2016, dream, par- dream partnership. Yeah. Frankly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> By 2016, 16 million Lelo products have been sold. Um, They've won over, like, 36 major international design and industry awards. Um, They're Mm. always on, like, the top vibrators to buy. If you go, if you look at Oprah, if you look at Women's Health Mag, Refinery29, it is, they are just the best. And I have to say, before um, this collaboration with them um i had a uh a lily a lily Mm -hmm. um and i still use it to this day it was my favorite vibrator um my go-to lives on my nightstand um but i got a sona cruise a sona 2 cruise and that has um my god it has taken over uh the the real estate on my nightstand um i can't say enough can't put it away huh can't stay away i really can't (laughs) because let me tell you something about this thing uh i said i mentioned earlier that you know it it's hard for me to come 
Um, mm-hmm. which is common uh, because according to a 1999 report in the Journal of American Medical Association, Medical Association, 25% of women have difficulty having orgasms or can't have them. Um, wow. So luckily there's vibrators. Uh, gotcha. And this that thing, is very is very helpful because I would even aim higher than, I was like 25%, like everybody has trouble, but that sounds like real difficulty. Like right, right. Maybe has not yet had one. Right. In, or like, or had more than a couple in their lifetime right. as opposed to being like, it takes me 45 minutes and a real dedicated hand. <laughs> and I'm sweating and my <laughs> arm hurts, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, this thing, literally, I think it makes me have an orgasm within like less than a minute. It's insane. Uh, And this is like, it's won a lot of awards because it uses like sonic waves to send vibrations. Yeah, I was really curious about this. Yeah. So, and we're going to talk about it a little bit later Mm -hmm. around the video as well. Right. Because that's also a Sona. Yeah. But I just was curious, like, what the difference of sensation there was for you or like how, like, could, can you tell that there's okay. a difference between a sonic wave yes. and, like, a regular vibration? It, what's interesting about this thing, because it's, like, it's like it goes around your clit. So it's not actually, like, touching your clit. And it's kind of, like, sucking it, essentially. Um, oh, wow. But it, it sends vibrations to your clit and, like, g- goes through, like, gets, like, you know, further past and, like, deeper than just, like, an external vibration. Um, yeah. It's... Wow. Insane. It gets like the whole internal structure of your clit. It's um I was like I literally like put it on and I was like, oh my God, I have to give me a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> um and so it's really great for like long edging sessions, uh, which is something that I'm into. I love to have, you know, mm-hmm. you know, waste two hours of my afternoon um just edging. Uh and also what's really cool about this thing. <laughs> Is like the cruise control thing aspect of it. So it reserves yeah. about like 20% of its full power. So that way when you press it harder against your body, the motor begins to drop power and then that extra 20% is unleashed. So there's no wow. reduction in intensity. And it's completely automatic. Like it's not like a button you have to press. It's just like the harder you press it against, uh, against your skin. Um it's so the, the harder you press, it automatically strengthens yeah, yeah. the intensity of the uh-huh. vibration. Uh-huh. Wow. It's unreal. It's unreal. Um, it's got like 12 different settings, waterproof, you know. That's also like really yeah. nice. I'm, see, I'm like, now I'm like, gotta catch them all. Like, I, <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. I I've, can't say enough good things about this fucking vibrator. It's changed my life. Wow. So I've I've been playing with the Gigi and I've just been playing around with like G G spot stimulation, which right. is something I haven't been interested in because it has it has a flat tip, so it's not the kind that like uh wraps around the head of your clit. It's just okay. about vibration and stimulation. Uh-huh. Also waterproof. Right. Eight modes. Mm-hmm. Also silicone, which is like the only kind of sex toy I really dig, particularly the vibe. Yeah. Because the texture is so important to me. Yes, agreed. It's also, like, sleek and sexy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that brings up a thing I was thinking about, because I feel I feel so blessed to just be sent sex toys <laughs> right, no. thanks to the work that we do right. and to be, like, you know, un- unconcerned about um, the budget for that. But I was thinking about it, and I was like, I mean, this is a, a luxury sex toy, and it's the one that I got, I think, is 130 at like regular retail price. Yeah, they're they're stunning. And I was like, that's a lot of money for a sex toy. Yeah. But if you think about like investing in yourself, like I would rather spend that money on a vibe that I can use for years than on like one pair of boots. Right. You yeah. know, like I'd rather spend that money on like my own pleasure for months mm-hmm. to come than on like looking good at a party. You know, or like whatever, you know, like I'm like, if I got to look a mess, like because I've been masturbating too much Uh with my fancy toy, that's where I want to allocate my budget. Right. Because it has like gold trim on it. Like I literally just feel richer when I use it because it's like, (laughs) it's so it looks so beautiful. I'm it like, is a very just... grown-up feeling yeah. to be like, I have a bougie vibe. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, yeah. You better believe it's going to sit on my nightstand for forever, and I hope that when people come over and see it, all of the people I'm inviting over to my home, um, <laughs> into my bedroom. <laughs> to I your hope... parents' house where yes, you're recording right exactly. now? exactly. <laughs> that they're like, wow, she's got money. 
<laughs> and she's she got wants money. Us to know yeah. that she masturbates yeah, all the time. Exactly. As if any of anyone you would be inviting over wouldn't know <laughs> wouldn't that by then. But that. okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's just something about her aura. She's glowing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the use of vibrators in general have just gotten more and more common as time has gone on. Um, mm-hmm. This was like a, a study that was done in 2009 for the Journal of Sexual Medicine. Um, about 53% of women in the United States aged 18 to 60 have used a vibrator. Um, mm. They're used more frequently for clitoral stimulation, 83.8% of users, and uh, to a lesser extent as an insertive device, which was only 64%. Um, mm. which just, you know, really just hammers the point that, like, women need their clit touched. <laughs> women, people... There's, so, there's a yes. joke in there about hammering the point. Uh-huh. It, like, it pressure drills into your clit, the yeah, point The that point that uh, people who have vulvas... Clits be helpful. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the, the, also the very important thing to note here that I realize we haven't said, although we've said it many times in the show before, is mm-hmm. that the clit is shaped in a different way than mm-hmm. people had previously right. thought. And that the external head of your clit is like literally the tip of the iceberg. And right. when we refer to a G-spot orgasm or to G-spot stimulation, we are still referring to clitoral stimulation. We're just referring to internal clitoral right. stimulation. So that's what I'm playing with now. It's just the back end. Yeah. Yeah. It's just getting at it like, from oh, another all angle. New, yeah, it's like, what happens when I engage the entire engine as yeah, opposed to right. the pistons that fire at the, I don't know anything about cars. So I'm uh, going to stop that metaphor right there. You're really proving that to me right yeah. now. <laughs> uh, interesting to note also, uh, according to the study, uh, married women are more likely to use vibrators than singles. Um, but this was done in 2009, so I don't really know if that still rings true. Um, yeah. Because I feel like... Yeah, more and more younger people are obviously leading the sexual revolution and, you know, going away with shame and saying, I'm out here masturbating. Yeah, I could hypothesize about, like, why that is. And I'm like, is that partially because in some long-term relationships, like, sex lives dry up a bit and that it's that women who are in longer-term relationships actually masturbate with vibrators more or rely on them more than Mm -hmm. single folks who are having more casual sex with more partners. Uh, I don't know. I was trying to draw draw a correlation there, but I don't have the stats to to back it up. But that could be part of it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's also 2009. Like, who even knows what's going on? That was literally, like, ages ago. So long ago. 11 years. A decade. So much has happened. (laughs) I I was going to say a decade, like, as a joke, but no, that's a decade. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's it's not. It's more than a decade. More than it's a decade. It's not even a joke. <laughs> yeah. So people who use vibrators are more, more likely to engage in uh, he- more health-conscious behaviors like gynecological exams and gynecological self-exams, um, things like that. So if you use a vibrator, you're a health, you, there's a correlation between like being healthier, which is nice. Yeah, I think there's a correlation between being sex positive and educated and investing in your own sexual pleasure and investing in your own sexual health. Boom. That tracks. Boom. She said it. Uh, <laughs> studies also show that vibrator use is associated with more positive sexual function. Um, mm. So the idea being that, like, working with a vibrator in general, like, it, like it's just healthy to be sexually explorative and to be having right vibrator. You, yeah, you, you're. I guess like more positive sexual function. I guess I'm not really sure what that means, but like just like the sexual engine in general works better. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it sort of, it tracks to me that like, uh, like like uh, the metaphor I want to apply. I don't I don't want to scientifically or literally apply this, but metaphorically, like if you exercise, yeah. You are healthier. So right. if you are your masturbating and bringing blood system. flow <laughs> yeah. and you're keeping your cardiovascular <laughs> system down right. there active, then that would support ha- sexual health in general. Yes, absolutely. Um, also, compared with women who've never used vibrators, those who did reported a greater likelihood of orgasm, greater sexual desire, easier arousal, and more self-lubrication, equal mm. or better sexual satisfaction. See, this is also very helpful because I think there's a myth that's like 
There's a stand-up who made a joke about it, and I forget his name, but mm. it was like, it was like, men are marijuana and vibrators are heroin, and it's like, yeah, you're not gonna get as high from someone. Like the joke being that like mm. vibrators are something that men have to sexually compete with, and of course I'm talking about straight. I'm talking about hetero relationships as this comic was right, but the but the the myth I think is like. If you get used to a vibrator, you can't come other ways. Or if you get used no. to a vibrator, you, you know, like that's actually not right. at all true. That's and a, I have that's experimented false. with that. Yeah. yeah, I've I've experimented with that at great to great lengths in my life mm-hmm. of uh, using vibrators on my own or mm-hmm. with partners. And like I've made a point to not use vibrators for phases of my life to make sure that I know how to get myself off. With my hands, and it's not like, oh, my my, my clit forgot how. It's yeah. just being like, you know, creating different patterns of stimulation for yourself. But it's it's not a it's not a race, y'all. These are no. all just tools that are at our disposal. That actually reminds me of this quote that I found um, in actually Psychology Today of all places by okay. this guy Michael Castleman. He said, "Does driving ruin you for walking? No, it just gets you there faster." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, Michael." <laughs> Preach. <laughs> okay, we got a man on our Very side. Strong. I should also Very note that, that I should also note that uh, there there's a 2010 study in the Journal of Sex and Marital Therapy found that 43.8% of heterosexual males in the United States had used vibrators. Hmm. Um I mean and also um, among non-heterosexual men 49.8% have used vibrators. Um, these terms, and I feel like the way that they collected this data is obviously uh, a little dated. But um, again, this was 2010. Um, yeah. But yeah, so vibrators are for everyone, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Um, I love it. There are cock rings, things like that. I was just going to toss into the mix something I found in an article from 2018. So I, um, I assume this is still true. Though I don't know. <laughs> things are changing. in Alabama, <laughs> things are changing. That in Alabama, obscenity laws still prohibit advertising and selling vibrators. What? In tw- This was a 2018 article that in Alabama, you can't sell a vibe. I mean. That is some archaic shit. Alabama. Catch up. Oh, my God. Okay, do you want me to... To blow your mind with some history. Honey, uh, you just try to blow my mind as much as the Sona 2 Cruise has, but, you know. Okay, I'm going to try. <laughs> try. It's it's good. I'm about to debunk something that we have said on this show and that I held firm as, like, one of the things I knew to be truest about vibrators. Oh, you're making a face like you also found this. <laughs> I found a BBC article that posits that the that vibrators, so many of us know or believe or have believed that vibrators were used as a device to treat hysteria in women, that they were a medical device and that orgasms were a a method to treat quote-unquote hysteria. Hysteria is a now like outdated term (laughs) that would describe anything from fucking headaches to like crankiness to like sexual appetite. I need to get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found this very thorough BBC article that does a pretty good job of of saying that the research that determined that was incomplete mm-hmm. and that it, that is not the case. So the idea that doctors used vibrators to masturbate women for hysteria can be traced back to a book called The Technology of Orgasm, Hysteria, the Vibrator, and Women's Sexual Satisfaction, published in 1999. It was written by the historian of technology, Rachel Maines, yep. who is a researcher at Cornell. Despite the book's resounding popularity and acclaim, uh, the theory has some pretty unstable foundations. According to a recent paper published in the Journal of Positive Sexuality, hmm. this study is the latest, latest, piece of research by, latest piece of research by historians seeking to undermine the claims of the technology of orgasm. Hmm. Uh, and f- it, it holds on both the history of sexuality and the popular imagination. So there's there's many points laid out in this, and this is a very lengthy article. Yeah. Um, the the one of the co-authors of the paper that challenges that historical theory is Hallie Lieberman, mm. who said that from what I knew of the history of sexuality, it sounded unlikely that doctors would be doing this. Right. 
when I checked the book's sources, that is when I first really thought, okay, there's something up with this. Hmm. Uh, and then it goes out on just to point out specific like holes in and lack of evidence and what what Rachel Maines had originally proposed is actually that like that kind of treatment goes back to like Greek and Roman days. Yeah, and there's especially flimsy evidence around that. What uh, what Hallie Lieberman is actually saying is that vibrators existed and were used as a medical tool to like largely substitute for massage, but mm-hmm. that this this notion of hysteria and a complete like ignorance of the female orgasm wasn't the case because female orgasms were uh, known about and there was study beginning about them in the time, but that it was like they weren't really used sexually until the 20th century. Yeah. Like until after 1900. What I also really loved about that research is like she pointed out like, how unfair that is to say that, like, women didn't even know how to give themselves an orgasm, that it was, like, still through the male narrative, you know? Yeah, it was, like, it's, it's, male it's... doctors had to be like, here, let me try to do this thing. And women were like, oh, my yeah. God, I didn't know, which is, like, how yeah, unfair. It was... <laughs> yeah, well, it was interesting to point. I mean, I sort of bought it in the past because I was like, how crazy to not be aware of your orgasm and just to feel an amazing sensation because your doctor did something for you. But I'm like, yeah. what a we get to talking though yeah. and be like, this thing happened. Like it's once you think more deeply about it, you're like, no fucking way. It yeah. was like literally no woman aware of an orgasm or right. her own orgasm and and unable at least like and also if there was something that fucking unheard of and amazing that like no woman had done, like wouldn't they be talking to each like wouldn't it be incredibly like prevalently yeah. happening that women would be like lining up to get their hysteria treated and you know? more unrealistic know. yet is that a man is going to be the one to do it to you <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah i don't believe it i don't buy it after i read that article yeah well the other thing the article pointed out too is like yeah it's it's kind of a less sexy headline to right. be like nope like they were just <laughs> yeah. what have you and Lieberman also acknowledges, like, there might have been cases where a vibrator was used that way, but, like, potentially abusively. Yeah. Like, if you are if you are working a vibrator on a woman's vulva and yeah. she doesn't have a full, full understanding of, of why and what's body, happening, that, right. is, that is abusive. Yeah. So this whole, like, ro- this sort of idea we have about how they were used is, like, not an altogether cute thing yeah. to look back at if we believe that it was just doctors sexually abusing their patients and giving them orgasms against their will like yeah. it's so it was i that blew my mind i'm glad you found that research too because yeah. i you know yeah it's insane um pamphlets uh, just one last detail about uh-huh. it uh i just thought this detail was in- interesting pamphlets proclaimed their effectiveness, meaning vibrators, against insomnia, paralysis, neuralgia, epilepsy, consumption, sciatica, lumbago, mm. I don't know that I pronounced that right, gout, mm. deafness, vomiting, constipation, hemorrhoids, <laughs> and sore throat. Like, basically, the vibrator was yeah. thought to be this, like, cure-all massage tool. And, like, <laughs> wouldn't have been entirely counterproductive, but certainly, like... Right. There's other stuff you can do. <laughs> it's funny because uh, I use my vibrator for all of those things today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Deafness, for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Nausea, vomiting. The vibrator was yeah. the first Vitamita Vegemin is what we're learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so I also was doing some research about the history of it. Um, and just like advertising, you know, we'd, we'd start to see advertisements for like personal massages or personal massagers in, like, you know, the late um, 19th century. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it was, like, something, you know, for your skin and, like, major skin glow. Um, And then we started to see in uh, vibrators in in early porn in the 1920s. And then Mm. soon after that, ads started to disappear because people kind of realized, you know what people were actually doing with them at home. <laughs> yeah. So they stopped Yeah, I liked some of the, I saw imagery of advertisements for vibrators oh, that yeah. were Back really suggestive. Yeah. 
Yeah, very okay. vintage, but still just like relaxing, like for the mom at home. But like, there's a little bit of a wink, uh-huh. you know, towards like, what do you do with a massager? You right, know, right. Um, And then they started to reemerge, obviously, in the 60s during the sexual revolution. And then in 1966, John H. Tavel applied for a patent for the cordless electric vibrator for use on the human body. And they've continually been improved upon to this very day. To this very day. I know. And onward into the future. I know. I just can't I, I mean, if we're using sonic waves on our clits right now, <laughs> what are we even going to be doing in 20 years? Oh, my God. I feel like I'm just going to, like, spread my legs and wink and, like, my whole body is going to convulse. <laughs> I can't Which, wait. you know, I, I can't wait to have that option, <laughs> yeah. you know? Or As just, like, flip the switch and edge for minutes. two hours, yeah. you know? Like, why not? Oh, my God. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Should we uh should we do that showdown? Yes, let's do it. Okay. First we have He controls my vibrator and keeps me cum. Oh. He keeps me cum. <laughs> keeps he, me cum. He keeps it in a bottle <laughs> around his neck. Yes. <laughs> yes, in a tidy jar on many shelves <laughs> in a closet. Uh, he keeps yeah, me that cum. Yeah, that obviously <laughs> keeps me cum safe. It was obviously like keeps me coming, but right. it was cut off and I was yeah. it's funnier. It is it's funnier, funnier this You're way, right. listeners. We're just trying to do our best right. here. This is a remote control situation? Yes. Love a yes. remote control vibe. I have to Lots say. Lots of those. Love I've them. never actually done a remote control vibe with a partner. Mm. I have one under my bed, but yeah. I've never done the like, no, you go over there yeah. and I'll be over here. Oh, it's fun. You know? Like, yeah. I've never prioritized that, but I I want to. Stuff to add to the bucket list, I you know, mean, when we thought we ran out. <laughs> let's do it. Next we have, this one just sort of weird, but I'll toss it in here. Okay. Online sex shop for sex toys, such as pocket pussies, sex dolls, vibrators. This was just an advertisement and not even a video. Oh, it was just a smart. a like title card that said that. It had three views. Oh, so bless him. One of which was <laughs> you. Sure. Yeah, one one was me. So we're up to four, baby. Oh wow. You know, I, I gotta say, creative. They they just didn't. They it was a workaround instead of like buying advertising space on Pornhub. <laughs> Gotta hand it to him. <laughs> We should do that. The ingenuity. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon you're going to be searching for porn and there go, there comes an advertisement for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Would you uh, click? Yes well, or no? <laughs> you better. Well, we'll we'll see what platform we land <laughs> yeah, on. Right. I have reservations I about who we <laughs> yeah, collaborate with in this moment. That was right. said with a wing. Uh, yes. Yes, of course. Next we have mummified purple Veda. Get some human ashtray play and vibrator torture. Mummified. Mm-hmm. Purple. So this person is wrapped up. Okay. In like latex or tape, like oh, a, like they're sort of okay. hand wrapped up. Yep. And then they get some human ashtray play and vibrator torture. Human ashtray play was yes. not something I was familiar with before. Me neither. You? Can you explain it to me a little bit? I can I'm certainly not an expert, (laughs) considering my experience does not extend beyond the thumbnail of this video. But my guess is that it's like... I don't even have a lot of experience with a regular ashtray, so... (laughs) A human ashtray, I I can't even... I think the idea is that, like, you as the human are the ashtray and Mm. are ashed upon, but Uh that could be... Could be wrong. Yeah, okay. I mean, that could be limiting, too. That was sort of what I gathered from this video, and I have not done... Research on it yet, but right. uh, maybe I we'll do an ashtray episode, <laughs> maybe, yeah. and maybe someone will write in and tell us what that's about. Right. And we'll do our own research. <laughs> yes. New, learning new things every day. <laughs> Hot cam girl releases an insane squirt, thanks Ooh, to a vibrator. I bet you it was a Sona 2 a... cruise. <laughs> <laughs> because, Yeah, that was just like a classic standby. Yeah. <laughs> my God. <laughs> um, uh, she re- releases a squirt. I like that. Mm-hmm. That sounds she releases. Cute. I mean, really, it just was the word release that yeah. was uh, a nice touch there. Right. She releases an insane squirt. Like, right. release the hounds. Yeah. Release your squirt. Let the dam break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, we have double toothbrush vibration and multiple orgasm with post-orgasm torture. Interesting. So they're using an electric toothbrush. 
Two of them. Two. Wow. Double toothbrush vibration. Wow. That just makes me feel tired because I just think about my toothbrush with like the pokey ass thing that the oh, brush yeah. itself like uh-huh. sits on and I'm just nervous for pokey things. Right. But my toothbrush is nowhere you know? near powerful enough. I've got like a Philips Sonicare. It's nice, but it's not like, you know, it's not bringing the horsepower that I'm looking for. It's certainly not a sonic wave. <laughs> See, what's funny about that is that it is sonic care. So you're just all about those sonic waves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I guess it is. <laughs> I said it's certainly not sonic wave, but it absolutely is sonic waves. <laughs> wow. I'm learning a lot. Smaller ones. I'm learning teeth, a lot. Teeth level sonic waves. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to do Femdom Milking Glory Hole Vibrator Controller Filling Up Condom. Whoa. Okay. So she's using a vibrator on someone. Yes. Okay. This was elaborate. So there is someone on top, a penis-having individual. Uh-huh. Uh, penis is coming through a glory hole. Oh. Person down below, Femdom down below, is milking said phallus uh-huh. with... A vibrator controller, and this person has a condom on their dick. Oh, I see. I just bumped my mic. This person has a condom on their dick. I see. And it is... Getting filled. Filling up the condom. So the image was like... A water balloon. Just a condom. <laughs> a water... Yeah, a condom with a ton of jizz at the tip. Oh, wow. And then just like a dick, like, strapped up, sticking through a glory hole up yeah. top. Nice. A lot to process there. A lot oh. to keep track of. Thank you so much for explaining it to me. And to our listeners. You know, I felt like that one needed, it did. you know, a clear visual, uh-huh. so Thank I came you. prepared. Thank you. Last one. Uh-huh. Chastity Cage Slave Anal Vibrator Cum Challenge comes in less two minutes, day six. Whoa. We think <laughs> they've been going at this for six days? Yes, I believe this was a very specific, like, challenge that this performer or this person with their profile put up. Chastity Cage Slave Anal Vibrator Cum Challenge comes in less two minutes, day six. Maybe maybe it's an anal vibrator, which is also Mm -hmm. a lovely thing to own. Love a a vibrator that goes in your butt. I think so. I believe that those Mm. those were associated, and I think this was Uh someone in a chastity cage, and, like, how long would it take or how long could they go without – I don't, yeah. Wow. Day six. Lots of Less implements there, you know? A lot of detail there. A mm-hmm. lot a lot involved. Really wow. packed in. Packed in a, a lot. lot. to that title. A lot. Yeah. Something for everyone, you might say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little, at least one of those terms is for you. You yeah. might not be for all of them, but I Anal. think something there. Anal for me, personally. Challenge for me. Of I course. love a competition. You, you do. You love a competition. <laughs> Day six. All right, should we take a quick little break? Let's take a break. We're back to talk about... I observed a funny thing, particularly like looking for the showdown. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm trying to figure out if this is... Like, the aggregates responding to my algorithm or, like, my response to, like, their algorithm responding to me. Mm -hmm. But I'm seeing more and more verified profiles popping up on my homepage. Like, I think that is a natural result of there being more performers than ever. But there's less, like, random crap and more actually performer-provided content that seems to be on my homepage these days. And I even checked an incognito mode yeah. to be like, ignore my history. Yeah. And it seemed it seemed like the same stuff popped up, you know? Nice. Like, so I just I just observed that and thought that was interesting and that, like... Just a reminder. I, like, I also wondered, like, what would happen if, if Pornhub required verified content? I mean, that would like be Like, if you had amazing. to ver- verify your... Pro- like, is there any bad result of that that no. we know of? No. Because my thought is that's actually a very clear... You know, for those who don't know, verifying your, your profile on Pornhub is actually quite easy. Like, if Ryan Creamer can do it <laughs> yeah. with an ID and a dream, uh, <laughs> anyone can. Yeah. You just have to confirm your own identity. So if... I mean, you know, would, if something, would, if revenge porn surfaced, it yeah. would mean 
we could trace it to the source that posted the revenge porn. Exactly. And I think that's a good thing. Absolutely. So. And it would also prevent piracy, things like that. Um, yeah. You know, just a thought, Pornhub. We know you're listening. Food for thought, Pornhub. <laughs> Food for thought. Really? I also the other night caught myself drunk and wandering down the aggregates and was like, <laughs> I've been here before. Have you ever done that where you're like looking for porn and you're like, oh, the Itu Mama Tambien sex scene <laughs> led me to this sex scene from a movie I haven't even seen. And you're like, wait I'll a minute, I it. have jailed yeah. off here before. Yeah. <laughs> nice to see you again, old friend. <laughs> yeah, I have to confess that I, I sometimes go back to the aggregates and watch movie sex scenes because mm-hmm. they're some of my favorites. I know, I get it. And it's not the best way to consume porn or jill off too. But, you know, I was feeling nostalgic and was like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's nice to rotate Rotate one's roster, you know, in a spank bank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like going through yeah. the Rolodex, which, and you're like, oh, oh, which, I forgot about you. Yeah, I guess I'm also answering my own question, though, because we're contradicting what we said about, like, prohibiting piracy oh. and just watching pirated <laughs> movie sex scenes on Pornhub is no better than, like, oh, watching yeah. random shit necessarily because, you know, when somebody signs a nudity writer and gets their residuals for a movie, they're not getting residuals for... When I masturbate to them Uh-oh. on Pornhub, so well, this we're is... all a part of the problem, folks, yeah. and we all got to do better. Take this opportunity to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Without further ado. Yes. Let's talk about daughter controls stepmommy's vibrating panties at dinner with dad. From Mommy's From Mommy's Girl. Girl.com, uh, starring Sherry DeVille and Kenna James. Wow, what a scene. What a scene. Sherry DeVille is a funny performer to me. She's just yes. like, I do believe there's an awareness there. But like, it, what, wow, what a, what a performance. Yeah, <laughs> she's a lot. So we, we open on a tightly wound stepmom. <laughs> if you don't get me your wine, my wine. Like, she just I needs need some wine. wine. <laughs> and she's screaming at her husband yeah. to go get wine. We soon find out. The wine is uh, merely a tactic to get rid of the husbands because right. somehow, and I think we're jumping into the middle of a larger scene here. Oh, for sure. But somehow, stepdaughter has S- snuck a vibrator, gotten a hold of a a vibe remote control, and somehow the vibe is in stepmom, and panties. stepdaughter is controlling it on her phone. Yeah, I was confused. I was like, are, are they vibrating panties? Because I never saw a vibrator. I didn't either, and I, I thought it was either vibrating panties or an internal vibe. Yeah. That we didn't see. Because yeah. I also didn't see them vibrator, those yeah. panties vibrate. Right. Because as someone who has worn vibrating panties, there is still essentially <laughs> a vibrator in the crotch part. You yeah. Know? Is this the remote control action you were messing with? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yes. Can I ask about it? What, sure. What do you want to know? What were you doing? What happened? What'd you do in those vibrating panties? We didn't even go out. It was like, just let me just try them on. And then I was like, okay, yeah, this is fun. And then I was like, but I, it's not strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the one and only time I've used the vibrating panties. I mean, maybe we'll do it again. So it's just kind of a fun little experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I honestly haven't really thought about them because, um, you know, I haven't been able to go outside in so long. <laughs> it's just not the same if you're just walking around the house wearing them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. But it's also, you know, it's not like the most comfortable thing to walk around in because it is like a vibrator. You know, it's like a little bullet, but it's still like in your crotch. So. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, back to the video. Yes. We've got some, like, remote control vibing happening, and then and husband comes back a couple times to be like, I couldn't find the wine, and she's <laughs> yeah. like, just go get it from the cellar. Like, she's just very urgent to get rid of husband. Right. And then stepmom, or stepdaughter goes down on stepmom from under the table. Husband comes back in one more time. We we maintain the myth of, oh, no, the man's not on to us, even though we're blatantly underneath a very large kitchen table. Yeah. And then they both get under the table and fool around. Yeah. And fuck, basically. Surprise, surprise. Um, I had a lot of <laughs> questions. Mostly... Okay. 
like, did she not know that the that there was a vibrator? Because she was like, I seem to be having a reaction to something that you're doing on your phone. Um, That's why I was like, I don't what's know. Going Somehow on? there's, is it an, is it panties? Is it an internal vibe? Like how yeah. did she, this is why it's a larger scene where, th- yeah. where maybe she mm-hmm. somehow got the vibrator into her stepmother? I don't know. Yeah, porn, porn world. Uh, yeah, that makes that. Yeah, in works. porn universe, <laughs> she's napping. Like, who mm-hmm. knows what they did? Yeah, uh, dubious consent. You yeah. know, is at play here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was happening, but she's got a vibe. There was an intri- interesting sixty nine titty suck. Oh my god, booby sixty nine yes. is in my notes. Where like once. On top of the other, and they're both sucking each other's tits. And I was like, you know what? That's actually not a half bad idea. I was like, <laughs> well, I, I've, how have I never thought or seen this before? Yeah, it just is a funny, we're under kitchen table, here we yeah. are kind of thing. Right. And it just, I think, happened to be that they're like, their bodies sort right. of lined up that way. That was on a storyboard, I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That was on a storyboard. Um, Can I point out? Yes, please. A couple fun things. Uh-huh. Uh, Sherry uh, did a lot of like hair moving, a lot of like moving her hair out of the way for the oh, shot. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Very mainstream thing. Yes. Uh, at one point, she said, "Stepmom," like when they started <laughs> to like make out under the table. Like you heard her just try to get the line in. Like yeah. I'm your stepmom, and we want to emphasize that, but it right. was, like, unintelligible. Yeah. I thought that was a fun detail. I couldn't handle the noises she was making as she was going down on Kenna. Remind me? She Do just your was best like, impression? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I'm all about, like, making some sort of vibrating noise on with one's mouth, but, like, it was a little excessive. Yeah, you mean like a little bit of humming and moaning, but like nothing that crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. It was just like very performative. Yes. Can we talk about how Kenna looks eerily like Gigi from Love is Blind? <laughs> Did you watch that show on Netflix? <laughs> um, A little bit. Does she? I it's didn't a think deeply, about that. It's a problematic show. I don't endorse it. Yeah. I kept being like, who does she fucking look like? That's her name, right? The Gianna? one who's like an influencer. Gianna. Yeah. Gianna. Who's or like. Jan, 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 Janina the thing about or something. me is I and I like that. Uh, uh-huh. And she's got like a raspy voice. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. She I, looks yeah, yeah, yeah. so like. I could just be mashing people up in my imagination, but she looks so much like her to me. And then I just started probably superimposing that Sherry looked like Jessica from Love is Blind. <laughs> like, I was like, is this Love is Blind parody porn? Okay, because I just yeah, feel no, like there's an sense. eerie resemblance. That makes sense. You see to it, me. right? Yeah, now, yeah, like for just sure. a little bit. Yeah, yes. That's funny. I didn't think about that. It was a whole different way to watch it. Made it a lot better, honestly. <laughs> Points for them. For, you know, really being aware of the of what's in right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is an old film, but... Uh, no, I'm going to go with we'll it. Pretend. It's a Love is Blind uh, parody. Parody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's red wine. He says, he says, I, fu- I got your favorite Malbec. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The obsession with wine certainly tracks yes. with the, like, Love is Blind correlation. <laughs> the, like, maybe you should have chilled out with the wine yeah. vibes. Yeah. <laughs> She also does this insane, Sherry does this insane thing when, like, the dad comes back up and she, like, covers her mouth and she's like, don't, don't shut the fuck up, don't you fucking say anything. She's, like, gritting her teeth and, like, screaming yeah. at her but silent. And I was like, that's, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one could call it an, an over-the-top performance style. Yes. It's hard to say whether she's entirely aware of how far she's taking it. Who knows? It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Good, you know. Yeah. Good. What was I going to say? I don't know. Wishing you the best, Sherry. (laughs) Not for me. This is also something that, like, this is obviously a mainstream video because they both get fully naked, like, at the very beginning. Like, they go under the table and then they're like, we have to get naked. 
before we do anything. Yeah. Which, like, I don't love. Let's just be naked under this this kitchen table. I mean, anything that's, like, sneaky and, like, scandalous and, like, ooh, we daren't, but we must. Like, I think it's funner to lean into the like mm-hmm. the challenge of the hookup and then and this one i was just like i'm confused yeah. like you guys aren't being quiet enough it's it's harder to suspend my disbelief and harder to buy like i like the urgency of like sh- like we shouldn't be doing me this too, you me know too. And, and also and as soon as as soon as you like lift that curtain if you like burn yeah. it down like it, it removes I lose some of the enticement mm-hmm. yeah i lose mm-hmm. that aspect right Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Anything you liked about this video in particular? Other than the booby 69? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At one point, Kenna, who still had, like, her wedge heels on, had, like, her feet uh, up on the, like, like pressing up on the underside of the table. Mm -hmm. And I thought, like, oh, that was a cool move. Kind of fun. Yeah. That's a cool move. Like, while, Mm -hmm. you know, Sherry was going down on her. Yeah. 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 Other than that, no, not really. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we move on? <laughs> the answer is no. <sighs> yeah. It just felt very, it just felt inauthentic and male gazy and like, yes, the logistics of it were just confusing and over the top. Yeah. It didn't do much for me. Didn't do much for me. Moving on. Let's move on. Yeah. So this is a, a little vid from many vids. Yeah. Uh, it's just called Testing the Lelo Sona Cruise mm-hmm. from a performer that goes by Skin Sin. Um, I have to say I loved that we got a email saying we're helping her achieve her goal of going to art school. Yes. That made me feel really good. <laughs> That's an executive decision that I made as I was purchasing the video. Like, we, I bought the video... For, you know, the specific, oh, amazing, like yeah. our, like Lilo is here and mm-hmm. we can talk about this specific toy. And then it was like, do you want to add a tip to help me go to art school? And I was like, fucking right, I do. Oh, <laughs> so, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I I threw in uh, some extra money oh. towards fucking art school. Um, I love I, that. I, you know, I'm congratulating myself about it, whatever. It's still nice. Well, it made me feel really good about watching this porn, so... Thanks. Yeah, I th- I like that that performer that this performer includes that in her platform yeah. and in her like here's how to tip me. What's interesting is a lot of her videos too do seem to take place on a campus or like in like semi public. Like she has a like naked in the library video, like that oh, kind of stuff. Cool. So I think she incorporates a little bit of that into her work. Yeah. And we are not unfamiliar with cam people who do art school stuff. Yeah, Like, Vex sure. is one we talk about all the time. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, helping with art school, buying the video, person. doing our part. Yeah. Um, I also just really liked this video in general. Like, basically, it's, it's exactly what it says it is. It's yeah. someone, like, trying out a toy for the first time. Um, and it's really, like, playful yeah like it's really it feels really candid because she kind of laughs uh-huh. like, she's like oh it tickles she's like, yeah so you can, she's obviously like excited you know mm-hmm. she's like i just need to figure out how to use this thing yeah which was nice it felt very vulnerable and real um yeah and it even it makes like the the like sonic vibrations or just the vibrations in general make like a sort of funny mm-hmm. sound like yeah. on her clit yeah and she just laughs at it like right. it makes a sort of like low vibrating sort of like mm-hmm. could be mistaken for a vibrating fart sound or something right. and right. she just kind of enjoys it rather than being like embarrassed like there was nothing that felt performative about this video right, right. frankly like it felt really natural and even when she started to enjoy the sensations of the toy, it didn't feel like she switched over and was like, oh, like, like it Not felt. Not at all. Yeah. It, it just felt very natural and that she was just like leaning into the pr- pleasure and she was moaning a little bit, but not. I know. It's funny to put it next to. Again, not in a performative way. Put it next to the other yeah. video that we watched and like the so, yeah. so much fucking noise. And it yeah. was like, I believe this a thousand percent more. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. it, she was like, I also love that she was like, okay, I'm gonna, I don't, 
this is going to make me come pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. She was like, You're I like, got to hold on. I relate. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I yeah. know, girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she like edges herself. You can start to see her body kind of buck, which mm-hmm. I like love. Like that to me, I'm like, yeah, you can't actually fake that, you know? Yeah. Like I would be impressed if someone was like, you know, faking an orgasm and they like made their like ab muscles flex and like their asshole contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that to me, I'm yeah. like, that's just like physiological. You can't really uh, recreate that, I feel like. Um, it's intense too. Yeah. Like the, the, the contract, contract, no, the keggles that we sort of witness right. watching this are, are very real and very like pronounced. Right. And that you to know, me, like, I am like, yeah. I feel like it's relatable. Yeah. It's also like, uh, like a kink of many viewers. Mm. Like I know many people like to watch the physical response to pleasure like that because mm-hmm. you'll see it sort of detailed and be like, you can see like shaking or convulsing or buck, you know, like yeah. all of those things. So if anybody is specifically in it for that kind of thing, this this would be a video for you right. for sure. It's her pussy like throbbed. It was insane. Um Yeah. Yeah, and she, she like, there's also a tiny bit of like there's not a tiny bit an accurate amount of wetness. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. The opening of her vagina and she sort of plays with it a little bit and mm-hmm. I interest I'm usually a fan of like supportive lube, but I lube, but mm-hmm. I think with this vibe you don't necessarily need it. So it was right. actually kind of fun to be like this is the amount of wetness that one can detect and she kind of does a little like trail with yeah. it, like plays with it a little bit and it's I'm not into like that. Yeah, she wasn't, like, insanely wet. I was like, yeah. that is actually an accurate amount of wetness that I right. discover after I've come without using lube. And it was uh-huh. nice to be like, here's a realistic amount, <laughs> you know? Like, right. it's so funny, like, how rarely you get to just see, like, yeah, a little bit of wetness, you know? Because mm-hmm. people have really all over the place expectations about that sometimes. Yeah. So especially from mainstream porn. Yeah. 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 It was great. It was a great video, and it definitely, I feel like, I mean, if I wasn't already sold on the Sona cruise, it it sells. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Lovely. Anything else about this video and or are either of these going into your spank bank? I mean, the I'm not really interested. In, I, I'm not really like someone who gets turned on by like trying out toy videos. Um, mm-hmm. But I did find this like titillating and like exciting. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I would. I now would like to masturbate. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean this the the many vids one I thought was great. I liked it. A yeah, lot. that's a good point. It, like I also don't tend to just like watch female solo yeah. videos, uh-huh. but it's like inspirational. I'm like, oh, I, oh, I want to play with that toy. Exactly. But I don't necessarily like need to be watching this video when I'm masturbating right. myself because right. I tend to like to watch sex. But A, I think there are many people that would like this video who like to really watch, uh-huh. you know, natural female pleasure. Yeah. Um, but also who would be like, yeah, how does that go? Uh-huh. How does that go down? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I when I like I like watching vibrators and I like because I like watching them like with a uh, with sex, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's how I like to use them also. But this this was mm-hmm. if anything, this made me watching this video was like, I want to join in on the fun. <laughs> <laughs> I want <Yeah>. that. <laughs> yeah. Or even just in my case inspired me to take time for myself tonight cuz I right. these days I'm like masturbating less than ever and yes. it's really a problem. Yes. It is like affecting my physical health. Yes. I need to make more space for that. You guys, it's so important. I can't recommend it enough. And if you guys are interested in any of the toys that we talked about, there's going to be there's a link in the episode description. And once again, thank you to our sponsor Lelo and a reminder that you can get 20% off a Lelo purchase by visiting lelo.to/girlsonporn. That's l e l o.to/girlsonporn and remember to use the discount girlsonporn all one word all caps baby. Masturbation is self-care. It's going to help you sleep better. It's going to be – it's a stress reliever. Reliever? Reliever. Um, it's just – it's better for you, as we hopefully, uh, you know, proved in this episode. It's important. It's important. Make space for yourself. Exactly. And then get back out there. 
Thanks so much for listening to Girls on Porn. You can find us on Twitter at GOP the Podcast, on Instagram at Girls on Pern, that's porn without the O, or on our website at girlsonporn.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, include your Insta handle and we'll post it and tag you expressing our abundant gratitude. And finally, we're looking for an intern. Are you a gender studies sexuality major or just plain college student who is as interested, if not more interested in porn as we are? If you're interested in working with us and you don't actually have to be a college student, but if it's helpful, <laughs> we want to help you, you can find a contact which makes us sound creepy. I like know it we're does. looking for college we students. Want people desperate <laughs> yeah if you're interested if you're interested in working with us you can find a contact form on our website to email us we'll be accepting applications from all over as you'll be working remotely just tell us a little bit about yourself any relevant experience and why you'd be interested in working on girls on porn this has been girls on porn the only gop that's actually good That was a HeadGum Podcast.